Defenders, how the heck you doing? Welcome to Roll Flip Defend. I am Casey. I'm Lara. I'm Will. I'm Hannah. And we are Defend the Table. Do you guys like that like that sweet new music? That's pretty good. Yeah. I was dancing to it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Solid. So I'm going to say it again in the end, but because we, anyone who heard the one episode that we did uh, had different music from my other podcast because I had the rights to it, so I knew I could play it and not get in trouble. Um, that is, uh, the song is called Crawl from Uptight Sugar. They uh, So the band, I go, I work with the bassist. And like their normal thing, they're like a giant Beatles cover band. Like they they play all over Cleveland. They're called the Sunrise Jones. They're they're great. I knew them from that. Um, but then when they do their original stuff, they change it for some unknown reasons. Now they're called Uptight Sugar for originals. I don't know why. Interesting. Okay, that's really good. Yeah, but thanks for letting us use it your is. stuff. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I have so much gunk underneath my fingernails right now from sanding our cabinets. I can't help you with that. I know. I'm just like, oh my god! I look like I attacked a, a woods, like just you went, like a woods. Yeah, like I just went ham in. Like I try to rip all the bark off of woods, and it's also like 25 years worth of grease on these cabinets. That part's probably true. It's disgusting. So what's new? Uh, what's new down in the Berg? What games you guys rocking out for the past week? We played a really fun game called Nefarious the other day. We played it on Tabletopia. Yeah. Um, this is not one we we own, um, and it was super cute. It was really fun. It was very fast. Um, what else? We played one, uh, which I actually just found a free print and play right now uh, called Don't Let It Die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that basically sums it up. It wow, was, I mean, it, was, it, it was fun. Audible. Oof, for <laughs> it was a fun game, but it was advertised to take half an hour. Yeah, and it not did true. not. It took four. Oh hours. my god, <laughs> mm-hmm. that is a drastic yep. difference. How do you go from a half yeah. hour to four? That's a good question. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's a super cute little game. And I it's mean, not a little game. Got, <laughs> I mean, physically, it's, okay. there's not a lot to it. Okay. But, that's like a uh, 600% yeah. increase in time. I'm just going to throw that out. That's yeah. a lot. And I mean, granted, it was our first time playing. We were playing it on Tabletopia, too. Um, so, you know, we had to learn the rules and all of that, but not counting the learn the time. It still took us four hours to play. Like, I have never played a game that says, like, hey, this is going to take a half hour to an hour and have it take four hours for the first time I've ever played it. So, but I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. It was. Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) (laughs) Does not sound like it. It's cute. uh, Yeah. uh, The concept is great. Uh, You're basically cave people trying to survive and the, the don't let the die is trying to keep the fire from going out. And it's not an easy one to win either, yes. which I kind of enjoy. You mm-hmm. know, I like the challenge. Um, I think it would be more fun with four players because it's yes. set up that you have four characters. So if you're only playing with two people, you play two apiece. Mm-hmm. Um, every character, every um, yeah character that you can play has three abilities. So it's a lot to keep track of if you're doing it 
and a two yeah. two. You can also apparently play it as a single player. That, <laughs> that sounds horrible. A lot. Yeah, it's like a, no. it, so it's it seems like it's a way harder version of uh Oregon Trail. Like you can yes. play Oregon Trail by yourself. You don't want to because you're gonna yeah. die immediately. I don't know why you'd ever do I that. I would I would yeah, I would compare the challenge in it to Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. We did not win our first game. No. I'd play it again. I just would be prepared for a much longer game. And did it- you sacrifice yourself for the greater good like you do in Oregon Trail? Uh, yeah, actually, we both yeah. sacrificed somebody. Yeah. Nope, that's a lie. We brought both your people back. Both <laughs> <laughs> <dead. laughs> that is true. Yeah. There's your problem. Yeah. Now, is this one of those games that, like, you think that that four-hour hurdle can get shorter once you've played, like, three times? Or, like, it's just, I don't, a half hour you're out of your mind, developer? I don't know. I think half hour you're out of your mind, developer. I think you could probably cut time down. Like you could definitely cut the time down. Yeah. Um, as we were playing more and more and got more into the day, morning and night phases of the game, like we were going a little faster, right. but even when we were going our fastest one round and there are four, 14 days, if you survive that long, um, one round was still taking us, you know, what, like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, probably. So, <coughs> Maybe the developers really, really expect you to die a lot in early. <laughs> right, like, oh, it's a half hour because yeah. you shouldn't live past a half right. hour. Like, right, yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah. I mean, that's totally possible. It's a bad, that's it a, a bad game. Well, I mean, in case you open up um, okay. Bloodborne, okay. the game, and okay. it, you automatically If you buy die. Dark Souls, <laughs> yeah, that's true. it Dark should Souls open are. up with you died because that's what it did in the game. Yeah. But they state <laughs> the game takes two to three hours to play. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I think you guys should give it a shot, but <laughs> be prepared for a long game. Or okay. the four of us. Or the four again, of us. With four people, it's probably better than two. Yeah. Maybe that. quicker. Although I can see a lot of discussions slowing it down. Because it is... Uh, well, open, it's a cooperative. Yeah. Open information game. Mm-hmm. I can see okay. some, yeah, let's say, interesting discussions <laughs> being had. <laughs> Hey, we'll anyway, give, we'll give it a whirl. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, we've literally only been playing Pokemon cards. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened to our lives. <laughs> we've just regressed all, to being all 10 the, years all, old. Yeah, again. all we're doing is playing Pokemon cards <laughs> and, and Beyblades. <laughs> like, I don't know what our life turned into, but it's that. Awesome. And a lot of D&D. Like, a, a metric buttload of yeah. D&D. Um, uh, can I tell you guys something that I'm... A little bit proud of and a little bit disappointed about at the same time. Yes, please. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, the D&D campaign that we're playing in, um, my character went against the rest of the party and stood in their way before they could take on a quest and halted the quest for like, what, like an hour and oh, a half? Least, at least. Something like that. Um, because I told them that they either had to knock me out, kill me, or change my mind. <laughs> nice. And none of them would hit me. Why? Because I didn't. Because my character didn't agree with what they were doing. What was happening? And these are deets. We have somebody who is ostensibly a prisoner. She is uh, a prisoner. She, yeah, okay. ostensibly. <laughs> and uh, our two options, our two main options, were basically uh, to kind of give a little backstory without going too deep. There's a disease that she is 
been orchestrating and keeping her prisoner were trying to get her to stall or cancel the release of this disease on the world. And uh, some of us viewed our only option at the time as letting her go, following her very, very closely and letting her go to go cancel the release because the only way they'll do it is with her notice, presumably in person. Um, but she's highly magical. As soon as she gets any magic ability back, she can... Not without the thing I cut off her, so... Well, <laughs> she can still go get a new one. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's highly magical. As soon as she gets her capabilities back, she can get our our tracking thing is within five miles. Like, our tracking spell is within five miles. So, um, as soon as she gets her capabilities back, she can easily get outside of five miles of us. And then we lose her forever. And there's a high chance, in my opinion, because she is just a 100% contradiction. There is absolutely nothing you can say to her to make her, even if she says something, she turns around five minutes later and contradicts whatever she said just because she has to be right. Okay. So. And is, um, is, is this, this is an NPC or like an actual PC? It's an NPC. It's an okay. NPC. Okay. Um, and even having said that, like to the DM, the DM was like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 yeah. So like, there's there's a high probability, in my personal opinion, that she's gonna just totally mess up everything and go, "I don't care. You let me free. I'm gonna go set this free on the world anyway." And um, so my characters stood in their way and wouldn't move and none of them would knock me out so a god did it <laughs> all right then yes. i like this so i am currently knocked out we'll see that's where we left <laughs> off <laughs> guys we gotta end the night right now i don't know what to do anymore <laughs> yep. wow but my character will not be going on that campaign nice all right <laughs> So some random news uh, stuff that's going on. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to do my thing, and then we'll get to your thing, Will. Um, Origins Game Fair. Normally Father's Day weekend, set down in Columbus, Ohio. It is not canceled. They actually moved the entire convention to October. Interesting. So it is now like, I want to say it's October 15th through 19th, whatever that weekend is, that Thursday through Sunday. It did get pushed, which kind of blows my mind because, like, with Adepticon going down, it is significantly bigger than Nova. Like, it's the easily the biggest East Coast, Midwest, whatever you want to call. I guess not Midwest because Gen Con's Midwest more than us. Um, But it's a major convention that instead of just getting canceled, just got moved. They're like, no, 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 guys, we're good, we're good. So what they're doing Father's Day weekend is, and I don't understand the way that the email is worded, but it says something along the lines of they're having a virtual exhibitors hall and you can still buy stuff and like look at what like the origin releases would have been, but just completely digitally. And I just don't, I don't get how you're pulling that off. Um, but I'm excited, I guess, to see what it is. So there's still something going on Father's Day weekend, uh, but Origins <laughs> as a whole has been moved to October. But what about that lady who just owns that Wings of War? She, she'll be there in October. She lives in Columbus. <laughs> but now she has to postpone. So? 
She's gonna kick those guys ass I in her basement every time a, anyway. I'm doesn't sorry, change. Is it Wings of Glory? Is that yeah. what they call it there? Well, it's, but it's Wings of War. Well, the I mean the the game's Wings of Glory. I think they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but Wings of War is not a game. I think Wings of War became Wings of Glory. Is that right? Something like that. Something along oh, those lines. Yeah, for sure. That's like I was literally just looking at the. I don't play. Right I don't now. play lots of Ares stuff. We have because sales of you glory. Die we have so sales of glory that no one's touched. Fast. Okay, no, that was the one time you died so fast <laughs> last year too. <laughs> no, we didn't do it last year. Yeah, we yeah. missed oh, it. Oh yeah, that's I right. I bought the wrong tickets. <laughs> that's right. You done messed up. I did. Ron. I messed up. I bought the wrong stuff. It's because you were afraid you were gonna die so fast. Like no, you I was. Fu- I never got to. I still have my badge. I could have lived. I let me die in the first round. I have the free resurrection. So do I. But I think you were like. No, I lost no, so I just, early on. No, I legitimately just I took so up. much fire damage that one time, and now I died, <laughs> and I don't want to play up. anymore. I just messed up. Because Hannah owned so hard in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Superman. That was, that, was, that was your segue. Was it? That was your segue. <laughs> What was, what was I supposed to talk about? Hey, that Superman guy also plays mini base games. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. man, yeah. you gotta so, pick it. It's episode two. It's oh, episode two. We're learning. Yeah, yeah, solid. We can, we can cut this right. It's good. Casey and I uh, were driving home yesterday, and I was like, "Did you know?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's a big nerd." Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, right? So, yeah, the news came out that uh, Henry Cavill is a Warhammer guy, um, which is super cool. Uh, not that it affects my life in any way, but I'm excited. I mean, it was it was cool enough when you knew that he like legitimately played through The Witcher like ten times before yeah. the show was even thought about. He's like, no, I like, right. love it, and then it <laughs> then he nailed Geralt like yeah perfectly. Oh, I mean, so even good. the voice yeah. is is like off by a degree, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that news comes out. And I don't know if anybody follows mini wargaming um, out of Canada, but they're all stuff self-quarantining. So they're like making their own content in their houses or whatever. <laughs> that came out. Uh, I want to say, and I apologize if I get the name wrong. I want It's Dave, mini wargaming Dave, who mm. plays like all chaos and corn. He's like all the evil 40K, like just the gross stuff. Right. Even though his house is Jesus everything, which I thought was really funny when he took us on a tour. <laughs> Um, he's also teaching his wife how to play Blood Angels because, like, it was the only thing that she'd be willing to do. So, like, even though he has been part of mini wargaming from the beginning, like, him and Matt, mm-hmm. I forget his name. I feel real bad. But, like, he's, like, the other guy that started the whole company, like, in the first place. His right. wife has never played 40K. So, like, during the quarantine, that's what they're doing. He issued a challenge out to Henry Cavill of a oh, one-unit nice. on one-unit uh, duel <laughs> over okay. Skype oh so God. they could see the roles and like that's all that it would be but it would just be a, you, he picks one unit and Dave picks one unit and that would be the game he's like I don't know how we can get this out to Henry but just spread this guys I want this to happen and I I think I think he would do it because why the hell not oh yeah yeah absolutely like, that would that's be awesome. oh that'd be so fantastic <laughs> that he did he did that call out for uh, yeah. Gerard Way's birthday this year his brother and his wife scheduled a over Skype D and D campaign one off. 
perform. So I was like, Aww. yeah. Who is that? Awesome. The lead singer of MCR. Oh, okay. That'd be why I don't know. Slash the creator <laughs> of Umbrella Academy. Slash that I know. Slash an amazing human being. I don't know that part. He's great. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I accept this. He's um, one of the most awkward human beings in the world, and I love it. So. Okay. Yeah. I just like MCR a lot. I do because I get them. I get their name wrong every time I think about them. Yeah, you 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 mix up Billy Martin, the guitarist from Good Charlotte, with My Chemical Romance. Yeah, why would I know there's a difference? <laughs> I don't know, but exactly. it's just it, like My Chemical Romance. Like, what are you even talking I don't about? Know. All right, on happy notes, on lighter news, <laughs> I now have fourteen sets of polyhedral dice, and it's love it. It's awesome. She's now researching display stands so we can start putting them all around the podcast studio. Because I don't want them put in a bag. I no, want I'm them not to disagreeing be, with you. That's want, fair. Like yeah. this corner could just become my entire, uh, nobody can see it, um, but we have a corner in the podcast studio that could just become my entire shrine to dice. It's fine with me. And then when one acts up, it gets thrown across the room and I go and I pick a new one. <laughs> That's intense. It will be a bad corner on the opposite side of the podcast. <laughs> it gets thrown out in the hallway. <laughs> I'll let Loki bat it around for a little bit. Do you see what you did? You're now in trouble. <laughs> All right. So big topic of the week as I go and I click on the thing. Um, family friendly, family based. Inter- insert family thing here. Um, board games, card games. RPGs. Um, there's a great story that I like. I like telling about. Obviously, I am. Lara and I are not in a spot where I pay attention to that kind of thing because we don't <laughs> need to at the moment. Um, Will and Hannah have obviously been the forefront in any of this kind of stuff um, that I've started to pay attention to ever since. Um, so I. I there's a lot of really cool games out there that I think are helping kids, families, stuff to do. Um, I can, like anytime anyone's been like, "Oh, we need a game with the kids." They they're not very outspoken. Blah blah. I literally went, "You should try Color Monster," because I think that's like single handedly the best idea for a kids game I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> like easily, and I'll let Hannah talk more about it. I only know what she said secondhand, but there's a there's a, a good chunk of games some. Very base, some little bit higher, but are still family oriented. And then we're getting into a weird place where people are taking games for adults, but their kids see them and want to play. So they're modding their own game to play with kids, which I think is real cool. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to let you guys open up with whatever you want to talk about, because like I said, you you know far more than we do. Uh, well, Kana's pointing at me. Um, I guess we'll go. We'll, we'll just start with Color Monster. I mentioned it already, <clears throat> which we played it a couple of times with Teddy. And for the record, Teddy is three now. For those who don't know, um, and it's. I mean, it's a fun game, and it's super cute, super quick, good for uh, learning game probably, mechanics. Yeah, and probably better for maybe families with multiple children, especially mm-hmm. if there's. I say it weird, I guess, uh, like conflict among the kids. Yeah. Um, because it's the goal of the game is really to get kids to understand and discuss their emotions. 
in particular. And uh, if anybody hasn't seen Color Monster, basically it's there are six colors on the board. And you roll a die, and it tells you which color to move to, and you move the uh, color monster to that color. And then uh, say you rolled uh, blue, and you would then tell uh, everybody else something that makes you sad. Right? Um, and it can be something really personal something that's happening to you at the moment, but it can also just be, you know, rain makes me sad. It can be really, really blanket in general if you need it to be. So again, I think larger families with multiple kids, especially kids around the same age, you know, the kids are fighting all the time. This is a way to kind of Mm -hmm. get to the root of that. Maybe Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, we, we have enjoyed playing with Teddy. The thing that we've run into is that he, already thinks it's weird to talk about his emotions and he gets that from from bill um and it's not weird to talk about his emotions and we need to play more i think but um he does not like it when we say something that upsets us Mm -hmm. or that makes us angry or whatever he gets really upset because we're because he thinks we're upset at the moment and so he has a hard time differentiating between what's happening right this second and what's happening more generally. And we haven't really had a conflict where we needed, you know, to talk about emotion with it mm-hmm. yet. He, he ha- he's not a big t- tantrum kid. This could be really good, I think, for a tantrum kids trying to get them to open up potentially. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't throw tantrums. So um, we enjoy it. It's not his go-to, but he also loves dinosaurs like like whoa so um if it doesn't have dinosaurs in it he's not going to immediately grab it (laughs) so um the other set of games that we really love for him again he's three are the haba games Mm -hmm. um haba makes a whole line of kids games and they start out from really really basic um learning game mechanics you know like my first orchard games and they get more intense as kids get older so you can grow up with a habit series um and they've even got some versions of the same game that are for multiple levels of children um there's a yeah there's an animal stacking game that you can get for really little kids and then once they're a little older you get a different animal stacking game that has smaller animals and they're harder to stack that's Um, the yellow booth at gen con right yes okay Yep. yep Um, so we really enjoy those too. Um, and then we found, um, with him, we've also found that <laughs> I like how I, I can see him like touching your arm with this. Yeah, he's kicking me in the background. Um, we've also found with him that, um, you know, buying games off the shelf at Target isn't the worst thing. So my grandparents gave us a shoots and ladders games that's done with with dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and he is all about it. Mm-hmm. And it's m- a much more simple version of shoots and ladders um, for his age group, but he's, he's super, super into it. And then um, for Christmas, one of his um, cousins, for lack of a better term, first cousins, I think or something anyway, got him a superhero game where you um, have different, you, you flip cards and it gives you different challenges um, to do something with a ball, they're activities. So you like run around the house ball, or, you know, 
I, I, I don't know. It's uh, based off the Marvel characters. So you get a hammer and an energy cube and a couple of other things and you do physical activities and he really likes that one too. Um, and it gives him coordination skills and stuff like that. That's cool. But he also really enjoys being part of our games. Mm -hmm. So we have started taking some of the games that we play on a regular basis and letting him play as part of our team and caring less about score. Mm -hmm. And he, he gets a kick out of that. Does that like destroy you inside? <laughs> I don't let him play with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, sure, I'm super competitive with y'all, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but with a three-year-old, she lets it go a little bit. Yeah, you say that. I know. <laughs> I mean, there are still moments where I'm like, maybe this is the best place for this. And he's like, no, it totally is, Mom. This is pretty. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> As long as it follows the rules, I try really hard not to influence the decision. Yeah. So at what at what age do you think something like um, stuffed fables and like coma knots, quirky circuits, like those storybook games start to become mm -hmm. more of a possibility, I guess, for lack of a better term? Like when, when, when do you think like, okay, at this point in time, this is when we kind of want to take him in like that next step. We were trying to talk about that a little bit earlier. He's he's not there yet. Um, I don't know, maybe next two years, within the next two years, I'd say. Yeah, I worry more about content and him getting scared of the dark because he already kind of is um, with like stuffed fables, for example. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that he's going to be ready for a game of that style pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um Something with a little more story. He it's he's got to be able to hold his attention that long. Mm -hmm. And right now, his attention span is still limited. So, because <laughs> um, Casey, so it's really amazing that we get through any game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is true. So, you know, I, I think I think starting with those really simple games. There's one um, that I found that I wish oh. I had known about. Let me find it again. Um, that is for like really really small kids um it's called roll and play and it's a big soft dice and each dice the side of the dice has a color on it and you pick a card that has that corresponding color and it tells you to do something like count on your fingers to five or sing a song or you know dance or something like that something super simple um, and it, it introduces really early basic game mechanics and you can start playing with your kids when they're like 18 months old, you know, like super early. Um, I wish I, I wish I'd known about that before now, but you know, very cool. Yeah. When are you going to start playing King of Tokyo with them? Mm, Never tomorrow. because Hannah's going to try and kill them. I think you could, I think you could, I think King of Tokyo we could probably pull like, it off. Consistently, yeah, King of Tokyo is like my, anyone, regardless of age, the mm -hmm. moment you're like, I want to play other not Hasbro Mattel board mm -hmm. games, mm -hmm. I will always say King of Tokyo. But yeah. take King of Tokyo, just get rid of the deck of cards. Yeah. 
and it's it's yeah. very kid friendly. The moment the moment you take the cards out, you just turn turn the monies into hey, for every five monies, you get one extra point at the end of the game. Like, yeah. there's definitely He's, other ways that you could, you could figure that out and just get rid of that that one little mechanic. And I think King mm-hmm. of Tokyo was like, that's a great idea, Lara. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. We've played DC with Teddy before. Mm-hmm. We okay. played Draftosaurus with Teddy regularly. Um, we have uh, uh, what is it? I don't even remember what it's called. It's a little game where you put out a ship and you throw cannonballs at the ship. Oh yeah. Um, and he oh, likes playing that cool. one too. Um, we take adult games all the time and take out the most complicated component and make it kid friendly. Yeah. I still really need to send you that pirate game. It's been sitting on the shelf. It's called Pirate Ship. Yeah, it's also mm-hmm. it's it's April. It's, we bought it in November. Did we buy it in November? Yes. <laughs> no, I bought it just after Christmas. Oh, is that what? Yeah, I it's it been ju- it's been too long. It was it was right when Recess had their um, oh, that's after right. Christmas sale that is before right. New Year's. That is true. <laughs> um, card games kind of the the same idea. You can kind of dumb it down. Depends on the game, and like, there's no. I can say back in the early 2000s, there definitely were coming out with card games that I think were more kid-friendly. Um, like Neopets had a card game that was oh, very yeah. easy to understand. It was so easy. I learned it in like 45 minutes and ended up winning an entire tournament. And I mm-hmm. didn't even want to play the game, but they needed like one more person to run the tournament. And that, because <laughs> I worked at the shop, they're like, hey, can you can you just do it? I was like... Sure. I had to throw the final match, too. Because the little girl was going to cry. Nicole was not happy about it. I brought it up to this day. It's still funny. Uh, Like, we're playing Pokemon now, which is very kid-friendly, but there still is quite a bit of strategy to it. But card games, I think, are a little more difficult to try to get kids into. Um... What you got? Can you think of anything? Uh, Should we teach a three-year-old Magic the Gathering? No. Bring Satan into the house. No. It's a bad idea. Um, I'm more concerned about taking... Taking what? You cut out. I'm more concerned about getting the... In that case, Satan is welcome as long as the money stays. Oh, that was one. Still, one of the best memes of all time was, "Hey, parents, do you want your kids to stay off of drugs? Get them in Magic the Gathering, yeah, or Pokemon." Because yeah, my, my wallet's right been real light lately. <laughs> well, and I think too, if we would let him touch our models, play Warhammer and other war war games with us, he he would totally play um, uh, Wings of Glory or Sails of Glory. We with could us. definitely get him. To- of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There is a I there was a lot of a lot of videos, not videos, pictures going around a bit ago was people playing guild ball, but they'd make yeah. like the princess guild and they'd take like some of their daughter's old princess <laughs> toys and my little pony and stuff like that and put them bases and make the fake cards and you know, would use the normal rules but would change it to be cuter stuff. Like instead of like awesome. knock down, it's like tripped like little things little stuff like that and there was a lot of times where i was i was watching like dads playing like guild ball against their little princess guilds and i was like that's brilliant teddy and i can play malifaux together i'll let him play the dreamer and lord chompy bits 
And then uh, you're going to let him play with Lord Chompy Bits, the evil, large, terrifying monster. Well, you have to remember, I'm going to paint him like Sully. His gut is still open. No, 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 no. That's that's. Oh, that's the new model. That's the new model. The new model of the the, of the of Lord Chompy Bits. He changed. I don't think his gut's hanging out. I don't know. I'd have to pull the model out. But he, uh, I, I do like that idea. I, but he can play the old model of him. Okay. It'll be fine. And I'll play, I don't know, I'll play someone else. We we could barely figure out how positive and negative flips worked playing through the breach. Do you think he's going to be able to figure that out? No, no, no. I mean, we'll just, <laughs> it's, well, uh, no, it ju- that will just be what it is. It's, it, I'll say, Teddy, you're within this range. You have to have a positive and or a negative flip in order for if it's negative, nothing happens. If it's positive, I take damage. I think you just flip a card and see what happens. Then you just play war. Yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> yeah, we'll teach I mean, him. Uh, we'll teach him. Uh, oh my god, what's the? He's game? He's got to learn how to play ca- card based miniature games at some point what's in time, and we can start off with Malifaux. I mean, it's the only card based miniature game. <laughs> in all fairness, that is true. Has he used his giant dice? He likes to play with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would consider that really using. He has used them because we made him use them. <laughs> but I, don't, I mean, not very often. He really likes to roll dice. Um, but not always when it's useful to roll dice. Yeah. Um, just He just likes rolling them for fun. He does know what they all are, which is awesome. You can point to one and he'll tell you if it's a D4 or a D8 or a, it's really. That's I'm, great. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. That's good. Um, we in our in our D and D campaign, um, he, my my character has a pet raccoon, um, who I've who I modeled off of off of Theodore, um, and so when that raccoon does anything, I let him roll for it, which he finds very entertaining. That's good. Yeah. I I, I look forward to like that time when like him or any kid just like becomes cognizant of like playing somebody else. Like that's not you like when your imagination goes to places that you didn't know were was a thing. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is like just say something and then just roll this thing and then like either stuff happens or it doesn't. Then you have a real cool dialogue about it. Like I look forward yeah. to like that. And I'm 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 trying real hard in my head to think of like good intro like role playing games and I only have one. Yeah. Which is so the fate system mm. has a bunch of different versions, but they were really smart. So the fate system, for those who don't know what it is, it's much like Genesis or that's it. Where <laughs> it's like it's 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 just a framework. <laughs> it's not there aren't like hard there aren't a lot of hard like a couple rules are real, but you can play the same thing as a pirate game or a superhero game or a uh, a, a fantasy, whatever. And the dice just either you get one, two, or nothing. Like, that's it. But they were, they made a different version. It was called, I think it's called Fate Accelerated. Yeah, because there's like Fate Core and Fate Accelerated. And the way that Accelerated works is you say, hey, I want to go and I want to, you know, jump off this bill. I want to jump down and try to catch the guy running away. It's like, okay, how do you do that? Do you do it 
flashy? Do you do it um, uh, strong? Like different things of just describing what you want to do. And then the guy goes, okay, cool. You're going to roll your um, your flash or you're going to roll your strength. Like the, the their hard stats are there for the normal game. But if you just describe how you do something, that's the stat. Like the stats in the description now. It's not I do a dexterity check huh. kind of deal. Like I do it. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think that's a good one like to kind of and the character sheet is like half of a page of paper because that's the whole point is you're just supposed to just say how you do something and then it it, it, ch- it tells you what to roll that's cool, cool. Yeah. i just thought of another game that teddy could play just take out the die uh, take out the cards and what he could totally play the pacific rim game that would teach him yeah. measurement how far you can move a piece and it wouldn't be that complicated Anything that's on a like a hex or like a grid mm-hmm. is a good starter yeah. Yeah. in the war game world. There have been a lot uh, of so uh, a lot of real good pictures of families playing too many bones together, like nice. kids like six seven years old that are like, I want to do that because it's it kind of gives you a movement thing and dice and things like that. I don't know. So if that while 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 we were talking about it. Um, I was looking, I was trying to find RPGs for kids because I also, that's something that I'm interested in finding for him, but not something that I'm super familiar with. And I found one um, that Kickstarter, that was on Kickstarter um, and was funded. And now they're kickstarting um, expansions for it. That looks really cute. Um, it's called No Thank You Evil, a game of make-believe for creative kids and their families. And it's for ages five and up. And it gives you like really, um, not miniature, but abbreviated um, stat sheets and stuff like that. It's It looks super cute. And I think that that would be a good one to look into. I would like to look into that. I like the art, I was too. Just this about is to very that. cute. It is cute. Um, th- when the moment you said that, I thought of something else. There is a guy... I forget his name. He makes, uh, what the heck? His his Patreon's like four page RPG or something like that, mm-hmm. and he makes different RPG systems. And they're like, they're, yes. they're they're a couple pages, but it's always some like little simple D six system. Like, um, is uh, it's the one that this, Marisha ran for? They were all the bears. Did, the guy made yeah, uh, Honey Heist yes. and Crash Pandas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like, actually ran Crash Pandas for uh, a couple of our buddies, uh, and it is—it's super simple. All the rules are in one or two. It's—I uh, like it a lot. I th- that would be a good one too, because they usually have some kind of cute little thing. Like, it's either are you bear or are you not bear, and those are yeah. your two options. <laughs> what happened? Hannah's back. Sorry. Weird. It's okay. I just thought about that. That would be a good one, too. Um, No Thank You Evil is for three to five players. So if we play it, you guys should play with us. Totally. We'll, we'll totally do that. Awesome. <laughs> I'll run it. <gasps> How Hannah gets into DMing. <laughs> I don't think you'd like me as a DM. We'll, we'll never know until we try. <laughs> right? Thor's in the room somewhere. 
Or that was Jack. Or that, Jack. Was, that could have been Jack. It was, it was, it was Jack. Was oh, okay. <laughs> it was so loud in the ear. I was like, that wasn't, there's no way that was in our room. That is true. But again, it's my hearing's all off of my left ear, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we kind of hit on just a whole bunch of little stuffs all around that. Um, there is one, I forgot, I did forget one piece of news. Mm-hmm. What? The, um, for people that are listening to this, it it will have been a little under a week from the Kickstarter launch, but we record this, you know, the week before that it launches. Uh, tomorrow, the 14th of April, the expansion to Cloudspire hits Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Two more factions, um, more giveaways, more more stuff, more good, more excitement from Casey. <laughs> Two more factions. Yes. There's one that's like almost like underground like moles and stuff, but they're pirates. Mm-hmm. Essentially, these are like – so the whole thing with Cloudspire is like the war is happening up in the sky in Anchor. Um, but like these two factions got kicked off, like they were already living there and got kicked off and they fell from the sky and like had to repopulate underneath, like in like the ground world. So that's what they're doing now. So that will be out from chip theory games. It, uh, it hits tomorrow for us in real time. It's been out already for those of you in listen time. (laughs) Have you, did you see our neighbors, Matt and Marisha today? I did not see Matt and Marisha today. We've named we our geese, geese Matt and Marisha. <laughs> ah, okay. Because I can't <laughs> watch na- Critical Role. Our so neighborhood geese. <laughs> That's the, hilarious. The, the, and it's, uh, I'm jonesing. Those are the, did you guys watch that phone video? <laughs> yes, I watched it. I don't know. Did you ever watch it? Hannah, you ha- it's so. Oh, it's so funny. It's, they picked the word. Okay, so they essentially played telephone, mm-hmm. but over video. Okay. So Matt told a story, uh-huh. sent it. They had to. They could watch it one time, and then immediately had to make a video about what they remembered from the story to give it to the next person. Oh my god! It went from Matt to Ashley. Immediately, and Ashley <laughs> threw in stuff that was not in Matt's story. Like it, it broke number one. Butchered it. Right. It was. Away. It, it was, was so. It's really funny. And then they like came back and they did a uh, like a Skype meeting afterwards to like rewatch like what it started as. And you're just watching. They're like, Mm-mm, "That's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what I got." It's, 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 it's like when we play telestrations. We're like three people in. I'm like, Mm-mm, "That's not what I drew." <laughs> well, you can't draw. I can't. But it doesn't help all. when what I get what gets to me is not even close to what the actual thing is. A vagina yeah. as wide as a hallway. Yes. God. There's a game for you if you're if you're stuck with a bunch of people in your house if you own a compound together. Play Telestrations, <laughs> preferably Telestrations after dark cuz it's after, way yeah. funnier. <laughs> or play, what was it? Drawful. Yeah. Drawful. Drawful. It's, yeah. Mhm. We're going to be getting ready to do some uh some online Jackbox stuff for you guys. We're work got to work on a on a date. That we can all sit down and record and have some fun and get some get some other peeps in it so they have content there. Will, I don't know if you've touched Tabletopia God tier yet, but it's very straightforward. No, I haven't uh, tried it out yet. 
We'll get on it because we got we, yeah, we got stuff to make, and then we're just gonna go on tabletop to, table to, Guys, this is the audio medium, and I can't speak words. Tabletopia, some other stuff while we are far apart, and then Hannah's gonna work yes. on her uh, on her uh, say no to evil game. I am no thank you um, evil. Don't you worry, I'm working on it. I gotta I gotta read it and make sure that it's suitable for not scaring somebody. I'm a fast and then, superhero, and then we're on it. And then we're on it. I think I can handle it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's worried about me. <laughs> that makes sense. Also. I'm tr- Actually, I'm worried about I, I get very startled. I'm so <laughs> startled. I just pulled my uh, screen protector off of my phone, and man, I did something to it because it is cracked in oh, they're so called, many places. They're called guides instead of game masters. <laughs> I'm excited though. I think it's going to be, I think it's a cute idea and it's for five plus, which is why I want to read into it. But you know, those age, those age things really vary on the child a yeah. lot of times. So like I said, we play Draftosaurus without changing the rules yeah. with our three year old. It's so yeah. good. That game is so is. good. I like how the, so the base game is called no thank you evil. Then the monster manual is called "Uh oh, monsters." <laughs> <laughs> there's there's another one that's called "It's raining cats and dinosaurs." Ooh, I like that. No, thank you, man. Yeah, I'm in for this. I'd give this a whirl. Right, it looks so cute. Oh, yeah. Right now, the only thing that I'm uh, that I've been disappointed with the kid with lately is his woo woos for the Ducktail scene. This is very. That's pretty funny, Theodore. It depends on the moment. Depends on the moment that he's singing. Sometimes he's super into it, and sometimes it's like, "Well, I'm singing this because it's on." (laughs) (laughs) I just can't imagine a time where, like, if the Ducktail scene was playing and I wasn't just, I didn't get hyped behind it. I don't care what. (laughs) I could be probably at someone's funeral. I know an inappropriate woo would come out. (laughs) Well, listen, I put it into my sibling group chat. Everyone agrees that's in the top five theme songs. It's a great theme song. I don't know. I'd have to actually think about it. I don't know. There's only one thing in my sibling group chat that we don't agree on. And it's really just a fight between Josh and I, and it's that uh, Grandpa Joe is the worst human being ever. <laughs> oh, he does suck. Grandpa Joe, Grandpa Joe sucks. Grandpa Joe sucks a lot. Not great. <laughs> my family's dying of starvation, and I've been in a bed for 20 years. But oh my god, my grandson gets a golden ticket. Let me just... <laughs> right. Screw you, Grandpa Joe. Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I know we're only uh, two weeks in, but we're going to keep it rolling and get some Again, Hannah added even more stuff to the list of ideas today from the long list that we didn't even get halfway through last week. I would like to have a venting episode about how much Grandpa Joe sucks because, man, <laughs> I could go on for I'll an write hour. It. I'll write you, in you, 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 you come bringing that into the sinkhole because that's a very different thing. Why? It's, it's Nothing tabletop. I mean, it's not. I'm sure we could. I I can figure out a way to. It's, you, it's a game. You figure it to out. Get the golden ticket, and Wonka just makes it a game to win the factory. And Grandpa Joe is the fox in the hen house trying to screw Charlie out of everything. 
I'm gonna let you figure that one out then. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Just watch. I'll make it work, and you're gonna be like, "God damn it!" I, I hope, now I, have I to have an you, hour I, and a half conversation. I hope you figure it out. Hey, hey, Lara! Huh. I bet you that there is a uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory um, board game somewhere. Just find that. Oh yeah, that's all you got to do. It's the easiest thing. I'm sure I can. Watch Uncle Joe not yeah. be a playable character, then it's immediately out. Just, no, just watch There Is One, and he's, like, the villain of it. Like, you have to, you are playing a Charlie, but you every time that you roll the dice or you flip a card, it's whether or not Grandpa Joe is going to be a bad influence on you, and you may or may not lose the game. If not, just make it. I'm going to <laughs> going to Gen Con this year with a new board game. <laughs> the play test hall. Where games go to die. Except for or this one will be successful because game. everyone is going to be like, oh my God, it's a great game. Thanks to Tim Atkins I, for the logo. I am that he not made. wrong. <laughs> I am not wrong. This board game already exists. <laughs> and special thanks to uh, uh, Uptight Sugar for the use of their song Crawl off of the album I'm Okay. I'm Okay. Thanks, guys. You know, it's not okay. Grab a joke because he's. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in check out our, our our youtube and everything defend the table on all social medias and we will catch you all next week bye 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 <laughs>